Genre. Doctor's Companion presents Doctor Who, The Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Today on the show, we're discussing The Chimes of Midnight, the eighth Doctor's seventh story. And uh, this is an audio adventure. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. As all eighth Doctor stories are until we get to the very, very last eighth Doctor story, like 20 years from now. Um, <laughs> Go send it. He dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so The Chimes of Midnight, um, which is uh, directed by Barnaby Edwards, who is, uh, I believe, one of the sort of uh founders of big finish he's like or at least he was in the the group of the early days of big finish that um uh directed a lot of episodes uh early early on um he is uh also a dalek operator um and uh he did he he did uh dalek operating from uh the first uh dalek episode of new who dalek uh, all the way to uh the witch is familiar was the last time that wow. uh, he played a Dalek. So um, he's been he's been a Dalek operator for a long time, and he directed this story, which was written by Robert Shearman, uh, who we all know, of course, from Dalek, the mm-hmm. uh, the first Dalek episode, which he also wrote, um, which in and of itself is a uh, adaptation of uh, of uh, his story Jubilee, which we will, I'm sure, get to uh, sometime down the road. Um, but, uh, Robert Shearman is, he hasn't written a lot for Doctor Who, but everything that he's written is a banger, mm-hmm. um, cause he's a really great writer. And this story, The Chimes of Midnight may very well be his best. Um, I think, I think The Chimes of Midnight, I, you know, I was like looking back at like what we had covered this season. I was like, yeah, I think The Chimes of Midnight is the best one so far anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that we've, I'd agree that we've that. covered this season, and I, it's definitely the best Eighth Doctor story we've covered, uh, and probably will be for some time. Um, so, uh, you know, yeah, light them while you that. got them, boys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've either been <laughs> they've either been like unbearable, which I don't think. I mean, hopefully, or they've been like really, really fun, like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- this has definitely been the, uh, yeah, the highlight of the season so far for me. I thought this was terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no this this episode. I mean, this is like if I had to make a a, a a list of like I don't know three stories or something to say like to to sell someone on Big Finish. This would absolutely be on that list. Um, in fact, if I only had to pick one, it still might be this one. 
uh it's just it's really just that good and uh cassandra found out uh that this is actually on spotify so if you have a spotify account um you can just go listen to this uh it's on there. Uh, Big Finish has like all of the, not all of, but like the the older Doctor Who um, Big Finish stuff on there. And this is this story is in the uh, monthly range. You might get tricked and you'll see the Eighth Doctor Adventures. Well, it's not in there because that's like that's, that's the actually spin off his... of the the main thing. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's when yeah. they decided they were going to change the Eighth Doctor. They were going to transition the Eighth Doctor from four part serials to. 45 minute uh like new who style stories um so it's it's a different it's a different thing it comes after this uh so yeah i mean just search for chimes at midnight and it should come up yeah Um, that's how i found it yeah so perfect uh so yeah so you guys can actually listen along to this and if you haven't heard this i recommend literally pausing this this podcast Go listen to the Chimes of Midnight if you have uh, Spotify available to you, and uh, and then come back and uh, hear us gush about how good this story is. The Chimes of Midnight, written by Robert Sherman, directed by Barnaby Edwards, produced by Big Finish Productions, air date February 2002. It's Christmas Eve in 1906, and all the servants in a large English manor are making preparations. Edith, a scullery maid, is repeatedly bullied by the other members of the household. Mrs. Badley, the cook, Mr. Shaughnessy, the butler, Mary, the lady's maid, and Frederick, the chauffeur. Meanwhile, the TARDIS lands in complete darkness, and the doctor sends Charlie out to investigate while he looks for a flashlight. Eventually, they discover they are in the larder of an Edwardian house. But as they explore the kitchens, they find the area completely deserted, though the dishwater is still hot and the plum pudding is freshly cooked. Time appears to be frozen, but Charlie can hear Edith singing, and she hears a terrible scream as the clock strikes the hour. Time unfreezes, and the doctor and Charlie are now able to interact with the servants, and just in time, too, there's been a murder. Edith is found standing up with her head in the sink, having drowned. The doctor and Charlie question the servants one by one, and they're given the runaround, each of them acting peculiarly and saying strange things. When the clock strikes eleven, though it's much too soon for an hour to have passed already, Mrs. Badley is also found murdered, smothered by her own plum pudding. Now, none of the servants remember that Edith ever existed, though Charlie can still hear her voice, warning her, Edward Grove is alive, and there will be another murder at midnight. But the victims don't stay dead. Everything resets at the chimes of midnight. And Edith is murdered again, suffocated by a plunger, followed by Frederick, who's been run over indoors by the Lord and Lady's fancy car. When the doctor tries to leave or go upstairs, the servants all try to kill him, and the more time Charlie spends here, the more she starts to fit right into the household. Time continues to warp, slowing down and speeding up, and the doctor decides to leave, so they head back to the TARDIS. But when they do so... They only find another scullery waiting for them inside, an infinite feedback loop. The doctor realizes they're trapped and who has been toying with them. Edward Grove is the house, and the house is alive. The doctor gets the house to talk to him through Mr. Shaughnessy, but Charlie is stuck in the frozen time they first landed in with Edith's ghost, who is begging Charlie to remember her, and she finally does. Edith was the cook in Charlie's childhood home, and all of the events that had been happening here were taken from Edith's life. 
When Charlie's diary was found in the wreckage of the R-101 airship, Edith felt she had nothing to live for since Charlie was the only person who was ever kind to her, and so she killed herself. But the paradox of Charlie being both alive and dead gave rise to the malevolent energy that has been feeding on the time loop death inside the house. So now she must choose to free Edith, staying with the doctor, or dying in the airship crash, which she can now also remember vividly. The doctor outwits the house and manages to get to Charlie in time, and she chooses to live, destroying the house's consciousness and freeing all the victims. The doctor and Charlie land in 1906 proper and speak with young Edith in order to give her life a little more hope before leaving again on their next adventure. Because uh, it's funny, we usually use like the TARDIS wiki as like a reference, kind of like check back in, especially if the episode was a little dry, which this definitely wasn't. But uh, there actually is no plot section in the TARDIS wiki. Theoretically, I could could go into the TARDIS wiki. And, and and right and just add to that I don't know that, that just that just struck me as interesting but uh, so we 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 open and I um, have the power the- <laughs> I, mean, I bet I sounded like Encino Man like I could go in to the internet and affect it and make change on it ah uh, yeah uh, but yeah we we open on uh on like a real upstairs downstairs situation. Uh, where this funny you should say yeah, that named- because the uh, uh, the the character of um, oh what is her name uh, let me find it yeah. hold on uh, oh Mrs. Mrs. Badley Miss um, Badley yeah Miss Badley uh, she is actually named after the actress who plays Mrs. Bridges on Upstairs Downstairs oh that's fine so. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 of the uh, the plum pudding thing. yes. Indeed, Miss Badly. Indeed, my papa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so there's this scullery maid named Edith, and she's doing scullery maid stuff, and just everyone is just one by one entering and just dunking on her. <laughs> yeah, you just, stupid idiot. <laughs> you idiot. You're nothing. Say it. Say it. I'm nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. Just and like no one. And no one. I was. So convinced. I was like, well, she has to be like a princess or something that they have like hypnotized or, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like it was that. Heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the doctor and, uh, and, and Charlie arrive. It's Christmas, uh, by the way. This is like, it is. It, it's like getting an eighth doctor Christmas special. Mm-hmm. It really and, is and, like Edwardian. And honestly, like Christmas. if, if I put this up against all the other doctor who Christmas specials that exist, this might be like top three. Oh, like for sure. It's like very Christmassy, but also like an incredible Doctor Who story. Yeah, we we listened to this at the. It's the perfect time to listen to this because like Halloween just ended. Yeah. Christmas is coming. <laughs> I you listened know, to this put, put yesterday, the- and I saw someone talking about Halloween, and I was just like, "Shut up!" It's over. <laughs> I was Let's like, "Get over it!" I was so done with Halloween after listening to this. <laughs> And I love Halloween. I do. But I, in that moment, yeah. after listening to this, I was like, no, it's Christmas's time now. <laughs> Were we talking about this guy, IRL, where, like, I, we rev up so early. Like, by September 29th, we're like, nah, 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 nah like, bring it yeah, on. Yeah. But, like, by Devil's Night, we're like, God, I'm kind of done. Like, what else, what else do I have to yeah. do? Like, go to a party? Right. It's true. You're right. 
but yeah, so this is great because like my, you know, it understands that there is, there can be something spooky about Christmas, you know, like all the best Christmas specials oh, yeah. and stories. It absolutely and this has also, like a Christmas Carol vibe. Oh yeah. To it. Definitely. There's ghosts wailing about and I mean, their unjust murders. And I mean the actual Christmas, a Christmas Carol, not the Doctor Who episode of Christmas Carol. Though yeah. that's great too, uh, but this <laughs> doesn't necessarily have the same vibes as that. What, is, what what's the Christmas Carol that Edith sings? I can't remember. Uh, can't remember the words the Herald too. Angels sing. Yeah, da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Stop that, you <laughs> idiot! Stop humming. I'm sorry. I'm nothing and no one. <laughs> Scholarly mates can't date valet drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, like, oh man, uh, like yeah, they arrive and they get the they deduce that they're in Edwardian times and it's charming. I just really li- I just really like Charlotte and the Doctor. Uh, they, they have a cool kind of unfussed chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, yeah, they meet Edith and they're like, oh, hi, Edith. And then I, I believe part one ends with her getting uh, drowned in the sink, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, they, and, their, and their theory is that she she's so stupid that she didn't know that she couldn't drown. <laughs> they just hate this woman. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, there's a part where um, the person, I guess, like right above Edith on the chain, Mary, mm-hmm. uh, is like, I don't want to go in there. That's where Edith's dead body is. You wouldn't, if I was dead, you wouldn't make, like, it was, it was great. And it really pointed to Ro- the, the really terrific sense of humor that Robert Sherman had in this episode. Yeah. Like, I, this had some real laugh out loud moments for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, with just like the satire, I guess, of like the upstairs, downstairs hierarchy yeah Um, no it's really good and just like just in general i just think the uh, like the 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 weird like who's on first sort of like like humor or or you know dialogue wordplay yeah wordplay that was happening where it's just like (laughs) it was just them all talking it's talking in circles and the doctor just being like I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna jump off a bridge. I need to someone talk to <laughs> oh my me. God, I hate, like, like, I hate everyone in this yeah, room. Please someone talk to me like a human being. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um yeah. God, I love yeah, I love Paul McGann so much. He's so good in this. Oh, he's great in this for sure. Uh and yeah, and so we get the sense the the episode kind of morphs into this Agatha Christie, and even they even reference Agatha Christie out loud in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, uh, murder mystery, where they're like aware that there is a pecking order. It's kind of almost like Cabin in the Woodsy, where like people are like, "Oh, have I died yet? Like, has it has it happened yet?" And then like, "Oh no, I was early, or like I got my timing wrong, or mm-hmm. like Edith's ghost visits Charlie, and it was like, please, I can't, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to die again. This sucks." Yeah. And it's also like uh yeah, it's cuz it's like the whole the whole place is like a time loop thing. Mm-hmm. So like like people die it's in the time yeah, slip. people die in a certain order at at the chime of midnight or other hours, I guess, on the chime of the hour. Yeah. And I think midnight is when it resets, right? Back to yeah, like Yeah, it, it resets at midnight. It starts at like 10. So there's like two murders and then something happens at midnight and then it just happens all over again. Right, right. Yeah. It's like in Pacific Rim where they have to like set the clock back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Until they don't because Idris Elba sacrificed everything. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody had to. To be a hero. 
Somebody had to. Hey, Travis, you're going to be talking about it. He had, uh, <laughs> he had a... He had a he had a son to survive, <laughs> not talk, not talk about, about ever, but also survive, um, so that he could be in a terrible sequel. Uh. <laughs> I I, uh, I I really enjoyed all of the uh, I don't know like the, the I'm looking at the cast now at the wiki. It has like a super small cast, but I, I remember all of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's really good, and uh, yeah, I mean things start getting. I mean, things were always weird, but the doctor was just sort of like, once he realized that they were coming back, he just started kind of having fun with it for a little while, um, okay. where he's just like, oh, all right, so there's um, lower stakes than I thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and he's just like trying to figure it out. And then at a certain point, he gets so fed up that he's like, do you, uh, Charlie, do you just want to bail? You want to just like get <laughs> yeah. back in the TARDIS and like leave? Because this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're not having a good time. Charlie's like, can we do that? And the doctor's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're not actually dying. No one's in danger. Charlie, it's fine. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. We can always just bail. <laughs> Don't ever think we can. <laughs> that you can't just like tap out. We can, I have a time here, Here's the thing. Anytime I ever tell you that we can't bail, it's just because I don't want to. We can <laughs> yeah. always bail. <sighs> but the twist is that they can't bail. Yeah. Oh my god, that was freaky. That was almost when I was like, I don't know if this could be an episode when they do bail and then the TARDIS, like they run into the TARDIS and then it is still like the, the basement mm-hmm. or like the they uh, the, the cliffhanger is the doctor's like, oh no, we brought the haunted house with us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's trippy. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, Yeah, so then uh, 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 then we like, we sort of like find out like what the deal is. Um, which was really interesting because there was like there was like a couple of bits where uh Charlie would be talking to uh Mrs. Bradley and then and, yeah. and Mrs. Bra- Mrs. Bradley would be like would be like talking to her like she knows her and then Charlie would like eat the plum pudding and then would like revert into a child mm-hmm. and then would snap out of it and would be like what what is going what did you do to me I I need to get out of Nothing. here and uh, yeah Mrs. Badley was like would say like weird stuff like you were my only friend <laughs> um yeah yeah so um, creepy and it's and it's 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 so much more creepy when you find out that like so like Mrs. Badley was like this cook or i guess she was a she was a chambermaid first or uh scholar scholarly what was she when when to charlie what was she Um, she's a cook here but yeah because the the edith character um yeah they the doctor and charlie land in like the early 1900s and charlie's from like the 1930s so like teenage scholarly made idiot edith was the scullery made in the night in like 1908 or 1906 or whatever. And then she right. was the cook for the house that Charlie yeah. grew up in. Like she was like, when you, right. you're 19 now. And like, I was 19 when, when we met, when you, when I came into your life. Yes. So like the idea was that like Edith and, and badly were like, they're, they're like the same person, right. From like different Whoa. times or something. Um, the, the, I think like the, like all of the, all of Edith's experiences are being like shoved into these other characters. So like, uh-huh. so like because she's the cook, like she treats Charlie as she treated Charlie when 
Charlie yeah, was it's, a baby. Like a, it's like a projection right. of what she, the, the trauma she experienced while she was alive. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then, like, Edith, the way everyone treats Edith is the way that they treated her when when she was younger before yeah, she became a cop. she's like oh charlie yeah. you were the only one right. that was ever nice to me and like that's why i'm, I'm haunting you now right because she had an affair with the driver and then the driver just mm-hmm. like and, pretended like, it never reputation. happened mm-hmm. because because men are awful right yeah right <laughs> yeah because because uh, uh, because being a driver is so much better than uh, being uh, a, a scullery or whatever. Like, <laughs> come on, dude, you're not that far <laughs> above her. Jeez, I don't know, man. Have you seen Downton Abbey? Like, people, yeah, people get like all up show, in that right? stuff. I know, I know they do, but <laughs> I we know can't. that they do. But that sucks. That's stupid. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, I just, just wanted want to, get, to laid. get laid. Um, I don't know, Mister Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he seduces her in the car, right? And then, and then she's like, "Cool, we're in a relationship now." And he's like, "We're in a what?" <laughs> How dare message you? Message red. How did message red? <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> uh. <laughs> some uh, some kind of like almost Hanna Barbera level murders in this. They really take advantage of the audio format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Mrs. Beadley gets literally stuffed with her own pudding. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, the the driver just there. They talk about how the driver has, like, mar- like tire marks on uh, on him. Like, he is, like, a cartoon character. Yeah, he, he, got, got he, got, he gets run over by his own car. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the irony. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, God. And there's a part where Mary's like, oh, to be killed by his own Cadillac or the Chevy or whatever car it was. it's so good um i uh i yeah so but then like the real the the other foot drops and and we learn more about um about edith and her relationship to charlie when she was young and then basically charlie was the only person that she was living for in her like miserable existence as this woman who worked in this house Mm -hmm. and so when charlie quote unquote died in the accident that the doctor saved her from and then she became a companion but she was never found so she's presumed dead and because of that edith kills herself um which wow sucks yeah and now now she's like haunting charlie Basically, because it's like she's both dead and not dead. And so, like, it's this whole crazy yeah. Christmassy, Christmas carol-y, timey-wimey thing. And yeah. it's cool and pretty goth and well, dope. Well, I like, I I like that it. the, like, because there's this whole mystery of, like, um, this this dude that they presume that's his name's, like, Edward Grove. And they're like, what what the heck does that mean? And then the the paradox of... Charlie and Char- Charlie and Edith or just Edith um like being alive and dead at the same time like f- makes this time loop that like makes the house sentient which is like yeah crazy yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it's experiencing the trauma of the murders so often that it's starting to become it's like feeding off of it and it's becoming mm-hmm. more sentient and like the avatar people become less and less like they become more like, oh yeah, like we're in a loop. Like this, <laughs> we're like right. the, pre- the the pretenses start to fall. Because mm-hmm. because the idea is that like 
because the doctor is a time traveler. Charlie, Charlie both died and didn't die in that accident because, like, history existed as it was, and the doctor, like, still changes things. So, like, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't step into history like as it always was it doesn't like follow those rules where it was like oh they you there was always it was always destined to have a time traveler at this moment like that's not how it works so she did die in that accident because the doctor wasn't there to save her but then he did save her so she's both she remembers dying and also being saved simultaneously and that's what creates the time loop um, it's real, like trippy, cool Doctor Who time travel shenanigans. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and it, it it is. It sounds complicated and potentially convoluted, but I think the writing is. I don't. Yeah, he has he has such a firm hand of the story that he's telling, Robert Sherman. Sherman, and so by the end, when it's all like stacked on top of one another, you feel like invigorated rather than like overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Geez, this is crazy. So, something else I just learned. Uh, apparently, if you go to uh, if you go to the uh, the uh, TARDIS wiki page for the Chimes of Midnight, there's actually a little player that has the entire story on it. Oh, sick! So even if you don't have Spotify, you can listen to it that way. I think it is just a link to the Spotify though, but uh, I still think it could probably you could probably listen to it maybe with ads or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I thought Edward Grove is a really cool villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I really like, and at the end when he was like, the kind of uh, the thesis of the episode, which is like people downstairs don't matter, like yeah. only the people up above, like ha- like are worth anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird though because I don't see a I don't see a cast listing for him. Was was he just Mister Shaughnessy? Yeah, was it, it was the same the, actor, the Butler guy. But like the his voice like sounds completely different. Yeah, yes, okay. he the house. Yeah. I thought it was uh, David Twillis that first. Mm. Yeah, Tyree say his name. Yeah, um, yeah. I really want this. Was uh, this story was released as a special like one shot vinyl record? Ooh. And man, could you imagine like just popping that on on like Christmas Eve, oh like my Christmas God, Eve night? Spooky. <laughs> yeah. God, so good. Anyway. I'm like, I'm sad that I missed out on that because also the cover looks awesome. Nice. It's uh, it's a really cool. Uh, Can you, how metal cover. would that be if they just dropped like an audio story on vinyl and it was like haunted or you know what I mean? Like it had like cool art and stuff on it. That's what I'm just, that's what I'm telling you. No, but now in 2019, like in, or going forward. Oh yeah. Well, I mean they did this, this just came out recently. This oh, vinyl. Thought, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like in the eighties they came they, or in, in 2002 they dropped that. Never mind. Oh no 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 no! This was like uh, when was this? Was it like an anniversary uh, one? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Oh wow! Ah. Is when they released it, so not that long ago. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I can't even. <sighs> I just, I can't, I can't even, I can't even. Um. <laughs> One thing it's that so I I really appreciate from like a technical writing standpoint is that like it handles the audio drama medium so well like it's yes. very there's very few instances of people describing things happening to them when it doesn't feel organic or like mm-hmm. 
for them to have a reason to do that, if that makes sense. Um, which is, like, my big pet peeve about some of these, where, like, the doctor's just like, oh, the hands are grabbing me, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. no, Robert Sheehan's really good. Yeah. Uh, he does, it does a good job of the, of that, and, because, like, yeah, you either get one of two ways a lot of times with final is, like, either people saying things out loud to describe what's happening because they need you to know what's happening, um, or... You get uh, the opposite of that where things are so – they're like, oh, let's take advantage of the audio format and do things you could never do in live action. And then they do like these weird ethereal stories where you're like, I don't even have anything to hold on to. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Like like they're like, oh, look, we're in a void. The whole episode takes place in a void. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like I can't – where are you? In Imagine a void. A void okay, kids. great. Imagine, imagine a void. Is it a white void, a black void? It doesn't matter. It's a void. Oh man, come on. Yeah, this this is like the perfect like middle ground for that. Um, it's really good. There was a great moment uh, where uh, the doctor thinks he has to like kill himself to break the loop, and so he like orders the butler to choke him, or and he's like, I can't. I like stop killing the doctor. He's like, I can't refuse a direct order from a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love that. Oh man, yeah. Um, anyway, I did just look up uh, the uh, the vinyl, and it is one hundred and fifteen dollars. So, yeah. Merry um, Christmas to you. As, as much <laughs> as I would like that, I think I'd rather uh, spend that money on something else. Yeah, um, electricity, yeah. <laughs> electricity, a Nintendo Switch. I don't know. <laughs> a third of a Nintendo. Yeah, Switch. that's only a third. Like a Joy-Con. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, kind of Luigi's uh, Mansion of Doctor Who audio adventures. Yeah, go. it was. It really <laughs> is. Um, I just, I, I really, uh, I just think that this story is uh, really fantastic, and I think everyone should listen to it. It'll definitely get you in the Christmas spirit. Uh, weirdly, Yo. with all the murder. Um, yes, that kind of spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> it's it's really good and it's probably the best eighth doctor story we're going to talk about for uh probably quite a while not to say that like any of them are bad but uh or i guess that one was pretty bad um but not to say that any of the ones coming up are like really just dreadful but um none of them quite hit the mark as hard as this one does mm-hmm. so um this one is just uh very very good um and uh we, you know and then also we're only 4 seasons away from uh getting to uh the 6th doctor audios which are also very good. So um yeah. we'll start we'll be we'll be covering two audios um a season pretty soon and then right after that three because the 7th doctor will yeah. be over too. Um That's so That's sad. It is sad. Um not as sad as uh when we finish the ninth doctor and have nothing to do. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. His is just retired. He and just has watched tired spot. And then we just watched the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either the leftovers or we could do uh we could do the War Doctor big finish audios if we wanted to dabble in that at all. Have I don't we, know. Have we ever thought about reading the comics? I know there's nine comics, right? Not a lot, actually. Jeez. Um yeah. <laughs> no, not think, even I, that. 
<laughs> no, I think he's only had like he's he's been a part of like multi doctor stories in comics, and then he's had a um he had like one mini series, uh, and that was it. What? I think. Yeah, he's never had it on. Yeah, because like most new Who fans, they don't like Ninth Doctor very much. Why? I don't know. They just don't. They They're like wrong. they like the hot ones. They like the I young mean, hot I, ones. I like the hot ones too, but like nine is they the like, best. They like ten, eleven, and thirteen. Those are the ones that everybody likes. Um, twelve, nine, and twelve are like ew. They're old. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of that. Do you uh, do, do you guys hear a lot of people out out in the real world that were that are excited about thirteen or that watched the the new season? Not a lot. No. Yeah, um, me neither. I, I'm, I'm no. always like I'm always preaching the gospel. Most people fell off during 12 because yeah. he was so old and grumpy and they were like, ew. Well, I know um, a lot of people that stopped um, like before 11 regenerated, like when I stopped the yeah. first time because I'm just like, yeah. boo. Yeah. Yeah. There were like some diehards that really liked Matt Smith. And then when he regenerated, they were like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. No more. Yeah. Perfect time to drop off. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a one doctor person. <laughs> you get that a lot. Um, I'm a I'm a doctor mist. That's weird. Yeah. Like that's yeah. ugh, that's like the antithesis it, it, of the show. I know, I know. <laughs> it's so it's so antithetical to the show. What the but heck? uh but they're not, you know, it's it's a thing like I don't I don't want to make this I don't want this to sound gatekeeper or at all, but like they're not actual Doctor Who fans. They just liked him. You know? I mean, you know, that's fair. Like and so, yeah, I, so there, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like it's not it's not the same thing, you know? It's just yeah, I don't know. It'd be like yeah. I don't know if you knew someone who stopped watching like the Mavericks in like 1998. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I'm done. That was when I, or like SNL. It's like no. After gets left, I was done. I never watched yeah. another second. Yeah, I mean that's the that's that's the thing, right? It's just like it's it's just like SNL where it's like people like they have the cast that they liked. Yeah, and they're like that's when SNL was at the best, and it was like. I mean, in retrospect, it may seem that way, but if you actually went back and watched the full episodes from that era, you would not think yeah. that they were as good as you remember them. Because um, that's that's always the thing. It's like, yeah, there's like, if you if there are two sketches in an episode of SNL that are like, wow, those were good. That's a fantastic episode. <laughs> it's really true. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of them are just like you're just watching and you're and then the sketch ends and you're like, huh, like that's yeah, and then that's that's most of your reaction. Yeah, or, you have, or you're yeah, watching you're, the bit unfold and you're like, really, this is what you want with, huh? Like, okay, oh boy. yeah, wow, all right. Yeah. And then you have like suckers like me that are always gonna like turn to whoever they're watching it with. And, that wasn't so bad. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had some fun stuff in it. Yeah, that's SNL and Doctor <laughs> Who have a lot in common, honestly. Sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, just and then like the cast. See, the cast are like the companions, and then the the showrunners are like the 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 doctor. It's <laughs> like sometimes the because sometimes the doctor changes, but the companions like stay hang the around. Same. Yeah, yeah, stay the same. <laughs> That's great. Kate McKinnon has like worked her way through like three showrunners, yeah. I think, at this point. And right now we're in like the Colin <laughs> Jost, Michael Shea kind of era where it's like I don't I love yeah. this cast. I don't love the the writing though. No, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you have Julio Torres anyway. is the really talented. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, the chimes of midnight. Um, if you still haven't listened to it's this, superb. After, 
all of yeah, this. Yeah, do it. Oh Put my the kettle God. on. Drink some. Get some tea going. I might. I might listen to this again around Christmas time. It's so good. Get some Jammy Dodgers out. <laughs> Jammy Dodgers. Um, the doctor wears a paper crown. He does. He does. Oh man, that was one of my favorite bits where he's like, "Hey, let's pull, let's pull this <laughs> cracker," and she's like, "I don't think it's our cracker to pull, doctor." He's like, "It'll go back. It's fine." It's all going to reset anyway. So then they, they pull the cracker, and he's like, oh, a crown. And she's like, well, what are we going to do that? He's like, well, I can wear it for one. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's Christmas, it's so Charlie. Good. Oh, I love that. I love how much the doctor loves Christmas. And oh, uh, he said something very uh, – I feel the same way where he – at the end, he's like, "I actually, the anticipation of it is more fun than the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. For sure. Um. Yeah. So anyway, good, good, good stuff. Yeah, it feels good to uh, finally be like gushing about an episode this season. Yeah, I know. Whew. That was uh, yeah. It's been it's been uh, difficult. Uh, there was a. Uh, I do want to mention that there was a. There was a tweet, I guess, from the Doctor Who BBC thing uh, about watching watch this space for some sort of announcement, and that was like a week ago, and there's been no announcement. So, oh, there was the uh, book, right? Was it was, was that not there the... Was the book? But it wasn't it wasn't that because the main Doctor Who uh, Twitter account didn't announce the book, so oh. it it wasn't the book. They they haven't tweeted anything since saying oh weird watch this space. I don't know. So that. it was not the book. Um, the book being a book written by the actress who played Ace, and it's a book about thirteen Sophie. meeting Ace. Yeah, Sophie Aldrin. Is that yeah. fan? I don't know. I, I, right? I love. Is that I'm... like self insert fan fiction <laughs> at that point? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's and amazing. Then, yeah, good on Sophie Aldrin. Yeah. Right? She probably was like, I think Ace should meet the Doctor, and they're like, Cool. Um, we don't, but uh, you <laughs> want if you want to write that story yourself. By all means. It's exactly what Ace would do. I, I really don't like how the BBC doesn't want to mix, like, eras of Doctor Who. Like, I don't I don't like that. I don't know why they do that. That's, um, yeah. And I also just feel like, in general, like, 13's numbers weren't the best as far as um, viewing numbers, you yeah. know? And it's like, why wouldn't you, like, do something that feels like... Like and, oh yeah, we should probably watch this. Like, yeah. and you know, and Ace not to, meeting the doctor is a good thing. Definitely, and, and I, I think one of the, the 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 grievances that I think we all had with with last season was it, it felt kind of disconnected from the the show or the yeah, mythology very much so. in a way. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I don't I don't think I've rewatched any of those episodes. No. Uh, yeah. Is that I mean, coming back next year? I think so. I well, I mean I assume that we're going to I'm assuming that the 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 announcement is the Christmas oh, special yeah. and then the I would assume and then maybe we'll get the new season like in like February or March hopefully cuz they finished shooting it like 3 or 4 months ago. So it's done. Yeah. So a new decade of who? <sighs> yeah. I wonder if it's a full 10 episodes or not. I hope so. Gosh, yeah. I hope so. Jeez. He's like, "Oh, it's 6." Like, "Ugh." Whatever. It's only six this time. I suck. Um, <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I should quit. I won't. 
See you in 2023. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. There was, I, I, I listened to the David Tennant has, does a podcast with Jodie Whittaker. And yeah. she had really cool things to say about Chibnall's vision for the show or like his uh-huh. his the care that he's taking it, it it seems like he's more of a maybe more of a fan than i than, than i don't know it, it, i remember i remember it encouraged me i'm like oh that's cool i didn't think that i didn't know that that's didn't, cool i guess i just don't like i mean we're gonna talk about him in a couple of episodes yeah um, and i just i just don't i don't like his style for doctor who i don't i don't i don't whatever it is that he likes about doctor who i don't think i like what he likes for sure i don't know yeah, but no, that's, I mean, like that—that that is what it is. Yeah, it kind of. If I can, a, if, I can <laughs> if I can watch the Eric Sayward episodes, I can get through this. <laughs> it's more of a clinical. It you know, is, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, but this was great. But <laughs> this was great. Uh, everybody, check it out. Um, we're we're uh, we're <laughs> we're sort of we're sort of. Uh, 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 waffling because we know this is a short episode but well that's the um, thing about like a really good one because it's just like there's only only so many times you can say oh it's super good like yeah right absolutely um but yeah okay so next next time uh we will be back to talk about father's day yeah oh sorry oh i was gonna say even that kind of a um uh uh, like a what's a wonderful life message at the end where it's like no don't like choose life like don't give up and i was yeah kind of especially christmasy Oh yeah, very much so. Um, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, so next time we'll be back to talk about Father's Day, Ooh. which is another uh, all timer. Oh, I would say. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. No, it's good. It's defi- good. But I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It's a, it's okay. If I can I, give you a hug, I, I aw, would. Thanks. And I, and I will on the 26th of Yay. December. <laughs> Yay. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we're we're actually really hoping that there's a Christmas special because if there is, we'll get to like record it all together in, in one place. Yeah, for like in the first person. time ever. Yeah, which will be pretty dope, pretty dope. Um, anyway, so Father's Day next. Uh, then we got the Idiot's Lantern behind that, oh. and then we've got Hungry Earth, Cold Blood after that, Ugh. which is you know fine. I guess it's better than um and the- then and then deep breath which I'm I'm pumped to revisit. Mm. Oh hell yeah. 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 Um cuz we're going to we're going to start covering uh 12 again. Um well, you this, know uh, I'm always I'm always a little bit I'm always a little bit more I always like getting back into my comfort zone of modern of new who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um okay, so uh yeah, so that's uh that's what's coming down the pipe. And that'll be uh, season seven, and I think we'll be finishing just in time for the Christmas special, theoretically. So, um, if, <laughs> theoretically, as in, I don't know if there is one. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> but, if there is yet. Yeah, because it has not been announced yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping it's a Christmas special, because <laughs> I, I, think, I think the New Year's special was a fun diversion, a fun experiment, but like, let's get back to tradition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the new Pope said. I'm 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 uh I'm I'm still mad that it's not called Resolution, Resolution of, of the Daleks. Daleks. Like yeah, come on guys, what are you dumb, doing? And it's it, it's indicative of, of of kind of the weaknesses of of that season in general. Of kind of like come on, it's right there. Like it's a cool thing. Go for it. Yeah. Stop stop not being fun. Why 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 are you allergic to fun? Stop it. 
It's probably my fault. He probably listened to the episode about dinosaurs on a spaceship, and he's like, oh, I guess, I guess oh, they don't like it when I'm fun. Well, I guess uh, yeah. I also need to take blame for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should have gotten up for it with me. <laughs> Phil, Sorry, trying a, Phil trying a dinosaur. <laughs> Jim, no, I really love Broadchurch. I don't want you to bring that energy to Doctor Who. So. Yeah. She's she's easy. she's the most fun Doctor we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just you know, maybe put her in more fun stories. Let's yeah. see what that's like. Give her a murder mystery. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think it would be. I think it would be cool if they did like a little, um, like like okay, so Chibnall can't. Uh, do a whole season of the show like every year like he said that because he's he's slow and slow um so but he's so, not writing uh, all of them right no he's not but he he literally he can't he can't write his like two or three episodes a season and also produce a whole season within a year oh, like he can't do it yeah um so my thought is that what they should do is so they do they do this new season and then just do like a little mini season where you get like the like just go through like the history of Doctor Who like of New Who and get like Russell C Davies to write an episode, Stephen Moffat to write an episode, Neil Gaiman to write an episode and then Chibnall write an episode just do like a four episode series of like all of those guys write one. Oh man. And just like Let's see what that would look like and give them all totally different vibes. Like make them each feel like those eras, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not to say Neil Gaiman had an era, but you know what I mean. I think that would be cool. Especially now that Neil Gaiman's a showrunner. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Each each one show runs their one episode, like produces their one episode. That'd be cool. Why anyway. not? Shake it up. Yeah. I don't know. But then I think crazy stuff like that. Like, I think that James Bond should just be one-offs now. Like, I don't think they should ever have, like, an ongoing James Bond again. They should just do one-off James Bond adventures where it's just, like, a new Bond every single time. That would be dope. Yeah. Right? See? Yeah, that's cool. Like, like they're doing with the Joker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Just like the Joker. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Um... Okay, guys. We'll be back. We'll be back (laughs) next time with Father's Day. (laughs) 